0: Today's scripture reading comes from Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 4, the Lord's Prayer. He was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us, and do not bring us to the time of trial. This has been the word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We are cruising right along. In the Lord's Prayer, we made it two whole words last Sunday. And now, here comes, right into the middle of everything, Mother's Day. It is a criminal offense. I'm sure it's a chargeable offense. Y'all could take me to the Judicial Council of the United Methodist Church if I do not recognize Mother's Day. So I thought long and hard about continuing this series on the Lord's Prayer and then I looked and it's hallowed be thy name. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And we're going to get through who art in heaven. We're going to make it six words today, folks. Woohoo! We are. And who art in heaven fits exactly with the message and meaning of Mother's Day. Now, there will be other times where we interrupt the series. We are going to have a fifth Sunday sing this month because singing is... One of the great languages of God. And you can say in music things you, that can't be expressed other ways to God. There may be a time where you all say, we're sick of this. We, we, it's too much. We can't handle any more of it right now. It's a powerful prayer. I think we began just to get a glimpse of that last Sunday. But today we're going to continue. Let us pray. Lord, for this prayer, what an incredible gift to your church, to the world. We want to honor you in it, in our praying of it, in our living of it. All for your glory's sake. Amen. Who art in heaven with those words? We celebrate that we are six words into this prayer, this amazing prayer. And in only six words, we get the the first of several earthquake-sized shifts that are throughout the Lord's. Last week, our Father, essentially our Daddy, Abba, that relationship of intimate and perfect love, if you had a good role model. Not everyone did, and we talked about that. And how we can't put human frailties on a perfect God, but we can look at the best people who loved us had to offer, and we can see that in God and put that in God as a way of understanding, even though that doesn't even come close to revealing God's goodness. Our Father, our Daddy, that relationship of intimate and perfect love, eternal love, unconditional love, Unstoppable love. To be loved with a stubborn, persevering love. I know many of you will find this hard to believe. But let's just say I could frustrate my father quicker than anybody else I know knew ever was. I could frustrate him, anger him, disappoint him. But the one thing I could never do was anything that would make him stop loving me and put mom in there. Because maybe your mom was a better example of that. Of that God-like quality and gift. It says for us who God is. Only six words into this prayer. And suddenly the world shifts. Yes, daddy. Yes, father. But like putting our finger into a power outlet we are jolted out of our socks because now comes who art in heaven. It hits us. The one who loves us best is in heaven and sits on the throne of the universe. With six words, we are reminded who our Father is we are reminded that the world in which we live is not our home. We are reminded that we are all missionaries living in a foreign land. Yes, Father, but our Father is the power behind everything and in everything. The source of everything beautiful, everything good, the fulfillment of every desire, the very treasure of both earth and heaven. Everything changes. The whole world shifts. Like when a child is born, and a family is turned upside down. When a baby is born, a family's world shifts. You see how this comes into Mother's Day? Few things can compare to how life-altering this prayer is but one thing I know compares so very, very well is a mother giving birth and life as she knew it is never the same again. In fact, with only six words, Jesus invites us to live life with a whole new attitude. Who art in heaven? One day we know we are going to be in heaven, too. Once we are in heaven, how will we look back upon those things we deal with now? Blind people will see, no more disease, no more death and separation, everything made right and perfect, my creaking knees won't creak anymore. We know those are all things to come. We celebrate those things every Easter. But, how will we look back on things we do now? Spending more time on career than on family. On how driven we are. To have more money. The times when we have been prideful, when we have been guilty of greed, or gluttony, or gossip, guilty of betrayal, or an unwillingness to forgive. Those times when we have put people in their place instead of inviting them to God's Jesus, give us grace to see everything now as we will in heaven. With just six words, Jesus invites us to see the whole of our lives from the perspective of heaven. I can't tell you the number of times I heard my father say, count the cost over a lifetime, but Jesus invites us to count the cost over an eternal lifetime. Is there hatred in our heart? That's expensive, even over an eternal life. What about lack of forgiveness? On the other hand, we can live without fear Because even though we die, yet shall we live. In this world, pain is inevitable, but misery is a choice. And heaven is the greatest of all reasons not to be miserable. Part of my Christian testimony of those special people, God I know sent into my life to grow me as disciple, to grow me as Christian, to grow me as pastor. Some of those people are are in my story because the privilege of having met them, knowing they were in such tremendous pain, but rarely did a smile ever leave their faces. And I talked with them about it. And the hope of heaven and the joy of God with them now overcame any pain. Heaven, being with God forever, is our power for doing the impossible. Anybody here able to forgive their enemies? Oh, you get on my hit list, you're in trouble. You get on my daughter's hit list and you better run. But, because of heaven, we have reason to forgive our enemies. We can forgive our enemies. We can pray for our persecutors. We can give thieves more stuff than they stole from us in the first place. Well, they were my enemies. In heaven, it won't matter. They persecuted me. In heaven, it won't matter. They stole from me. Guess what? in heaven, say it with me, it won't matter. With just six words we are moved from an earthly mindset, an earthly view of life, to a heavenly view of literally everything. Directing our eyes to heaven makes it possible for us to live the present moment, moment best. I hear it all over the place, people talking about living their best life. Lots of books have been written about it. But when Jesus invites us to live from a heavenly perspective in this world, Jesus is inviting us to live the present moment the best way Possible, Not just living your best life, living your best moment right now, and right now, and right now, and forever. Imagine trying to drive your car with your eyes fixed on the front of your car. We would be weaving all over the road. But when we look at the road far ahead of us, we stay on track without ever thinking much about it. I remember my daughter first learning how to drive. She was all nervous. You know, it felt like my daughter was holding the steering wheel way up here, trying to see. Hesitant on turns. Worried that she'd make one mistake. Which was a good thing. And now you watch her and everything, that muscle memory has developed. She has the confidence. She watches traffic. She knows where to look. She's had years of practice behind her. And she looks ahead without thinking much about it. It keeps her on track. Looking ahead to heaven keeps us on track. Our Father who art in heaven. Those words tell us who we are and whose we are. We are heaven people. We are Easter people. We are people of the resurrection. And the good news for us today is that we can live the heaven life right now with every moment filled with the power of God, with every moment filled with heaven's possibilities and promise. You know, as I prayed over this sermon, I couldn't help but think of the many loved and loving people to whom we have had to say goodbye. But at the same time, I could not help but smile as I celebrated that our separation is only for a little while. There's a joy that comes with knowing where they are. It's incredible. The comfort, the peace of knowing they are in the full presence and the full glory of God. These aren't just platitudes, words we say just hoping they're true. We know because our Father, who art in heaven. Do we pray the Lord's Prayer with such glorious joy in our hearts? Do we live our lives with such glorious joy in our hearts? Power to do the impossible. Power to see all of life's living through heaven's eyes, power to live without fear, power to live the present moment as the very best moment, power to see the hand of God working in every temptation and trial on earth. Ukraine, you better believe the hand of God is there. Someone you love, sick, hurting, worn down, beat up, the hand of God is there. COVID, the hand of God is there. Tension levels rising as our communities become more divided, the hand of God is there. Every problem Every difficulty, every danger, the hand of God is there. Because our Father, who art in heaven, and with those six words, suddenly the world shifts. Amen.